They said it was forbidden. They said it was dangerous. They were right. Introducing the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual. Dive into the arcane, into the hidden corners of the occult. This isn't just a comic. It's a hidden tome of supernatural power. All original artwork illustrating the groundbreaking research of Juan Ayala, one of the only living homunculologists of our time. Learn how to summon your own homunculus, an enigma wrapped in the fabric of reality itself, their power at your fingertips, their existence, your secret. Explore the mysteries of the Aristotelian, the spiritual, the Paracelsian, the Crowleyan homunculus, ancient knowledge lost to time, now unearthed in this forbidden tale. This comic book holds truths not meant for the light of day, knowledge that was buried, feared, and shunned. Are you ready to uncover the hidden, the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual, not for the faint of heart, available now from Paranoid American. Get your copy at tjojp.com or paranoidamerican.com today. Can I get a... <laughs> Illuminati confirmed. You have been confirmed. Boom. It's that Illuminati music industry. Illuminati confirmed. How about this? Wanna join Illuminati? Call us. Oh, no, dude. I, I trust the media. I know a guy who knows a guy who's in Russia. Wait, what the fuck is this guy talking about? I don't know. Illuminati confirmed. Are you being for real right now? I am being 110. Illuminati confirmed. a thing that really is unfortunate because they could have studied this and had answers and we, we, we could be able to tell people how to do these things. Well, I think we should learn from that experience by making sure we're clear about adverse reactions to psychedelics. Yeah. Uh, the same way we are about adverse reactions to anything. To anything, yeah. Well, uh, well you're talking about that uh, bad trip that just lingered. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a bad trip when I was in college and LSD experience and I didn't take anything for 12 years after that. Well, mine wasn't a bad trip. That's what was interesting. The trip was magnificent. The trip trip was spectacular. The, the trip was incredible. The, the visuals were beyond my imagination. They affected me. It was like a real, like a shit, a peeling of layers of bullshit of who I am. But the experience afterwards, it's like I didn't go back to normal. It was so wild, like whatever it was was so wild that every day reality just seemed like, what is this? Is this a trick? Is yeah. this a trick? Yeah. Like, is reality fake? It seemed like real weird, but no one would have noticed. I talked normal, I, you know, did normal stuff. I didn't, didn't take days off and sit at home and stare at the walls. I just did normal stuff until it all came back to normal. Uh, did you tell your friends or family? I think I told a couple of people. I think I told people to do DMT. I definitely <laughs> know I told Ron Paul. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I definitely talked about it. And, you know, that was the thing. It was, it was, it was really, it wasn't bad. Tune it out and tune back in. Tune it out and tune back in.
Welcome to the show. I did say you were going to be on the show, but I had to call in some reinforcements because this is a really interesting topic. So I'm going to bring in one of my co-hosts. This is Mark from My Family Thinks I'm Crazy. Yo, Mark, what's up? Hello. This is Matt. Matt, this is Mark. And we're missing one Mark, more guy. What's up, dude? Nice to meet you. Dude, you as well. All right, here we are. So this show is named Illuminati Confirmed. And it's another show that I do with Mark and Chris from Mental Podcast. So we're going to talk about the lizards in the astral realm. So hopefully Chris hurries the fuck up so we can get this show on the road. The lizards in the astral realm are holding up right now. Exactly, bro. I think you're the guy to talk about about this shit. And here we are, Pope Christopher, Matt. This is Chris. Chris, this is Matt. What the fuck is up? Welcome What's to up? another episode of Illuminati Confirmed. All right. So, didn't mean to bamboozle you like that, Matt. But I had to bring in reinforcements because this is a really interesting topic, and I think Do it's you important. really think he cares, Juan? I don't he think doesn't care. I don't think he cares, bro. He's but... cool. He's cool as fuck. He doesn't care. <laughs> What's up, Matt? You throw anything at this guy. He's been in other dimensions. You think he's going to be bothered by two extra knuckleheads on this podcast? No way. I'm sorry my video is so, is so small. Yeah, I want to hide today. All right, dude. All right, so Matt, can you... So we got Chris from my family... Uh, Chris from my family... Chris from Mensa Podcast. We got Mark from my family thinks I'm crazy. My two co-hosts. And Matt, can you share with the listeners where they can find your work, your book? It has a lot of really interesting chapters in there which i have pulled up can you share with the listeners where they can find your work yeah of course i've uh i've got a uh, youtube as well that is uh sophia zozo you can find my book uh i put out free links for it. it is a public domain book uh it's not about the money it's about the message about the content uh that is unseen dimensions journals of an interdimensional traveler going for a really dramatic title you know get a little bit of interest peaked so that's on amazon but like i said it's also all over the place free links pdfs abound can you i have your bio here can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what got you in this are you actually traveling interdimensionally what's going on bro what, what got you into this what got you into this realm of things I know, right? It's like, how do you end up stumbling into other dimensions? You know, it happens sometimes. Uh, you know, it's just the flow of life takes you. So anyway, uh, you know, I started out, I grew up uh, Catholic school, uh, which was a real bummer. You know, um, higher self is sorry to me for that. You know, that was rough. But that was part of the journey, part of the lessons. Um I did take the golden rule with me. You know, there's the good aspects to all religions, and then there's the empire programming aspects to all religions. So I found myself sort of left with, okay, so then what's going on? I can't really find all the answers in religion. I was, uh, I went through that phase of being sort of like hardline atheist scientific thinker to sort of feel like more confident in myself and feel like oh yeah you know i know what's 
going on because let's say that nothing's going on, right? There's like a comfort in that. But then even that like was like, mm, I don't know, because things will happen in your life like synchronicities or just like things that you cross paths with a person or something happens that's not a coincidence. You start to feel like there's some magic going on under the hood here. So I was like, all right, what is the truth here? I can't find it all in religion. I can't find it all in science. So then uh, around uh, my 21st birthday, I was kind of talking to a homie about being in my existential crisis. And he's like, all right, you know what? I think we should hook it up with some DMT on your 21st birthday. And uh, that opened the door to uh, sort of this wild journey uh, that's led to where I am today. Um, So I've sort of uh, dipped back and forth between dimensions uh, a few dozen times. Sort of like a ninja practice, you sort of learn how to operate, you learn how to sort of steer, how to telepathically communicate. Um, it turns out once you're over there, a lot of this is innate. It's uh, very intuitive, uh, the way you communicate, the way that you can sort of like spot somebody who's trying to take advantage of you, the ulterior motives going on, all of that sort of just starts to flood in memories from past lives it's like as soon as you're out of this body and you sort of return to the all out there it all starts pouring back it's an interesting way to put it so so you're a dmt ninja can you tell what juan chris and i are thinking right now or is this only happen when you're in the dmt state you know the full-on astral experiences i did use the shamanic plant tool to really take me all the way i am into meditation and i'll have some psychic moments you know um like at a party i can like call out a playing card from a deck and it'll be right you know uh statistically improbable amount of times little things like that um my dreams are wild man it seems like once you start to go down that path of being a dmt ninja the gateway in your dreams just like full on opens up into these wild things where it seems like I've been sent on missions. I'm like flying around in these like matrix code worlds where I'm like rearranging like languages and symbols to like make them more efficient. And I somehow have a complete understanding of everything that's going on. And then I'll wake up being like, what was that all about? Um, so yeah, it's not an all the time kind of thing. Uh, but you know, I took, I wanted to take that wisdom back from these experiences and, uh, you know, try to share it with people, uh, and essentially just answer those questions I started out with. Yeah, I think that's where, so you went straight black belt because, Right, I so most, most people most people have their first drink at 21. You're like, I'm going <laughs> to have my first taste of the astral DMT world. Exactly. That's what's up. Yes, that's right. I was like, uh, yeah, let's do this, right? <laughs> Chris, have you ever done DMT, bro? No, I've never done DMT. So Neither have I. What are no. your thoughts on all this, bro? What are you, what are you thinking right now, dude? Because Chris is our... our 
in-house skeptic. He's the one that really breaks it down and puts the pressure on the guest. What What's on your mind right now, Chris? I just want to hear more about uh, what Matt's got to say about, you know, everything. You know what I'm saying? It's like... Uh, I feel like we haven't even left the starting gate yet. Yeah. Like, let's hit let's hit the fucking road with this topic. I'd love to hear more. I gotta go get some weed. Right. We'll be right back. I feel like we just, we just fastened our safety belts well, and fixed. And I have a question while Chris is getting his weed. I'm glad he brought that up. So do you <laughs> smoke weed? Because I've heard that people who've done like ayahuasca and DMT experiences start to feel like disenchanted by weed. So as a, like a full-time everyday smoker, I'm a little worried to try DMT because it might like fall me out of favor with the buds I love so much. Oh, no. Uh, well, here's what I will say. Um, yes, I uh, definitely have partaken and enjoyed, you know, ch- chilled out, listened to Pink Floyd, listened to some trip hop with the homies, hanging out. It's all a good time. Um, for me now, it's become sort of like a thing on the weekends, a special occasion kind of a thing. Um, you know, the biggest thing, this is the biggest thing for me. It's that when you're smoking weed all the time, it's like you lose your dreams. You know, you kind of, you still have dreams, but you can kind of barely hold on to them. And then when I take a break from weed, it's like it all opens up again. Um, so, you know, no judgment. Honestly, I this I love this stuff. It's great. You know, you get into Hobbit mode, right? It is technically a pollen. I feel like I'm a happy bee flying around. Like, it's totally good vibes. It's like anything, you know. If you're overboard with it, you're going to start, like, hacking up some nasty stuff in the shower, you know. Like, um, but, uh, it, like, with anything, you know, moderation is key. Even moderation sometimes. So, Green. Yeah, I've I've experienced that where when you smoke, you stop dreaming. You don't I that's me personally. I don't have as vivid dreams as I would when I stop smoking. But some people well, as someone who's smoked 10 years every day straight, I still have dreams. Um but they're that I've reconciled it by saying, "Oh, I just remember my important dreams now." <laughs> yeah, 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 that's fine, you know, like to each their own that's it's sort of like uh yeah it's neither here nor there it's not gonna stop you from being an astral ninja and uh you know it's it'll take you to some next levels but sometimes it's got a ceiling on it it limits you know uh i've heard things about it can kind of create a little bit of a leak in your energy field and i can kind of pick up on that like if like especially right after i stop smoking and i'm really jonesing i'm like oh now this is feeling like you know, like a, a drug or whatever, but, um, you know, it's, it's not that crazy. I think actually even alcohol, you know, on a regular basis is far worse and more damaging to the body, you know, brass tax level on that. But, um, yeah, man, uh, with the DMT, it's sort of like was one thing led to another and I ended up with like a pile of it. I had a lot. <clears throat> and, uh, so I was like, into Arrowhead, I wanted to do this uh, with intention. I didn't want to go party drug style with this. I wanted to meditate. I wanted, you know, my questions about the universe answered. So that's where my heart and mind was at when I Matt, went into can I this. Interrupt real, real quick here, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Where are you from? 
I am from uh, West Coast. West Coast. We'll leave it at that. America. Yeah. Okay, West Coast America. So basically, for your 21st birthday, you decided to get blasted on on uh, uh, ayahuasca instead of was DMT. DMT. My bad. Instead of like getting drunk or something, and then you became an, a ninja, a psychedelic. I tried. Ninja. You know, I wouldn't call myself. You know, you know I try to be a ninja. That's your, you know? that's your origin story. Like you didn't get bit by a spider. You smoked this shit. And you got fucking. He smoked the spider, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I smoked the spider. I became the spider. You become the spider. Um, so these. Yeah. So, so what we're learning about today. Right, is your specialty is what exactly you, that you're a ninja from the psychedelic realms that you've seen, you're a dimensional, tra- you've traveled through dimensions. Yes, I have gone to the motherland, and I am back to sort of talk about what it's like over there, uh, and then sort of looking at the earth from the outside in has uh, brought me this sort of interdimensional perspective of. Uh, Everything that's going on here, yeah. But you acquired that perspective through smoking DMT numerous times? Yes, I did. I made it into sort of a uh, a bit of a, just a practice, like a spiritual practice. Catholicism okay, so like, wasn't, yeah. <laughs> so like every other day you smoke this shit and now you're enlightened? <laughs> no, nah, I wouldn't say enlightened. No, I'd say it's like... There's these paths in our consciousness that I'd I'd say anybody can sort of like walk down, and that's that's actually one of the the big takeaways I've I've gotten from this is that the lessons I learned over there through exchanging with these like non-human entities, and these like these like living palaces that can communicate to you, um, are the same lessons that we get here in life of. Uh, when you can tell somebody's being sketchy or somebody's like got ulterior motives or acting like they're your friend. And then turns out they're trying to stab you in the back, you know, just sort of like regular life lessons. Uh, the golden rule has held true, you know, like how I would treat the entities over there, like my emotions that I would express, those emotions would come back to me in the same way. Uh, so a lot of the ways that we exchange and a lot of the ways that the world works down here seems to be a reflection of these non-physical realms uh, out there uh, sort of help to influence and model how this reality structure works on this end. Cool. As above, so below. So is it is it like the show Stranger Things where it's really ugly and nasty or what? what's it like when you... So Dude, what you, dimension? What which dimension? The fifth, sixth, seventh? <laughs> which one are we dealing with? You know, I'm not down with the numbers and labels, dude. Yeah. It's arbitrary, honestly. Cool. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you're not like there's not like a sign that's like you're now entering the fifth dimension. You know, population <laughs> sixty two billion, right? Like, right. Uh, no, it's not like that. Um, it's definitely a vibe. It's an you sort of navigate emotionally what they look like uh the mosques have it right these super elaborate geometric endless hallways that stretch on in all directions endlessly there's like a tone like a crystal tone that starts vibrating through your bones so, and so then that Matt, tone Matt, carries with you yeah are you saying that though because this is so ill i like this too i like this a lot man because you just said some dope shit that i've been 
kind of wanting to figure out how to say the right way, which is when you look at these mosques, right? They look like Alex Gray paintings. Like they're like this ever expanding geometry. Like the one up there. Yep. What? Yeah. Yeah. But he fucks corpses, yep. bro. So I got to shred this poster. Wait, what? Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, he's a yeah. he's a necrophiliac. That's a conspiracy. Oh, whatever. <laughs> so, but yeah. So again, the you said the mosques. For those that haven't seen it, it's the very DMT like. A lot of eyes, a lot of squares, pixelated almost, where it's endless, endless, endless. And I'm gonna pull up marks screen here yeah something sort of yep, like that there it is. i'll tell you though it's alive man it looks like it's moving and staying still at the same time uh the walls are alive they can communicate to you i've been looking around like who's telepathically communicating to me right now and it's like oh this like astral temple is talking to me right now that i am inside of right now okay That's cool funny. let's have a conversation you know um so, yeah, I guess I could start with, like, my first out-of-body experience. Um, so, the first time I did it, um, you feel the tone. It's this tone that goes through your bones, just this, and you're like, okay. Um, I look over at my friend in the room. I can see through his skin, see his skeleton, see his blood veins, his brain, his little like muscles going to the eyes uh, and this like flickering rainbow electricity just flowing through his body. Um, This is funny. I looked over at an incubus poster that was on the wall. The band members were all like pointing at me and laughing and moving around. Uh, I was like, oh, I see where all the like psychedelic tropes come from now. Right. Um, I look up overhead there's these giant women's faces like in the ceiling uh, swirling around looking down at me and their heads were about three feet tall. So I can only imagine how large these beings Some actually big titties were. right there, man. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some uh, big time goddess energy coming through in that. Um, and then uh, I immediately felt this huge sense of relief actually like oh man thank goodness it is not just like walmart's like as far as like Whoa, the dimensions go. fucked up dude when the metaverse just becomes a strip mall i was like are, is it all corporate man am i gonna have to like fight the man like in the other dimensions too i was like you know i didn't know right but it was like all peace and love and groovy and like oh okay it was like oh i don't have anything to worry about you know that's something i'll say like when i've left the body uh, here's a cool one i left the body and it was like such a relief it was like all the little aches and pains and anxieties they just stayed with the body and i was like wow this is incredible you know it's like it's so weird to be blinded with my eyes closed right now and what some presence <laughs> right right well i was over there and i was like blinded by the energy and the light that i was experiencing cuz with with the dmt you can go eyes open and you see an overlay of just craziness on top of regular life 
or you close your eyes and that is when you eject out of the body and you are that blackness behind closed eyes just starts to fill in with like super great graphics like astral vibes very arabesque uh it looks like somewhere between hebrew text uh arab geometries and mayan glyphs it's like right in the middle of those things a little bit of hinduism a little bit of indonesian style furniture going on um but not quite any one of those um so anyway, I'm like, it's so weird to be blinded with my eyes closed right now. And this presence was like, oh, how interesting. What do you mean by eyes closed? And then I was so out of body at that point, I could not even remember what eyes were. I had no clue actually what I was even talking about. I was Is like, this... oh, wait a minute. I don't remember anymore. <laughs> Is this the beginning of a friendship? <laughs> like, can you be Man, it's friends? like you you know what I mean? Can you become friends with, you just said like, you know, cause I've seen these Rick Strassman and all these people say maps, right. And they're literally making maps of the DMT world. Right. Yeah. So if you, if you uh-huh. go back and the shit is the same, right. Could you have buddies that just uh, out there? And you're like, what that's, else? that's, that's interesting. You mentioned that I met this, um, giant lion tiger, uh, who had oh, eyeballs as big as my face. And he comes storming at me. He's like running at me full blast. I was like, oh, no, what's going to happen? He stops. He gets down in this very, like, playful position. And he's like, where have you been? Girl. (laughs) Wait a minute. I know you. Like, I could feel this, like. I know you. This is like my friend, like from like, I don't know how long ago, but it was like, wait a minute. Like we recognized each other. Um, I don't fully know. Like um, I have some speculations, but uh, yeah, it feels like you're returning back to like where our souls come from. So um, it not only feels like friends, it feels like family. It feels like this deep connection of like, oh, yeah, I know you and you know me. And like, oh, yeah, before you went into the earth and did that whole like drama that you're like having this dream of right now, um, it does start coming back to you like, oh, yes, that's right, where we stemmed from in the first place. And um, it all starts to fall into place. And then by that time, it's about time for you to get back because, uh, you know, that's just how how it works, you know. Uh, and then I end up back here, um, and it's so funny. Like one time I came back and I was like, "Okay, like what holographic light chamber reality construct am I in now?" And it took a second for me to realize, like, "Oh, this is like my living room and like Earth, you know, reality." It felt like it was just another one of these, like. Uh, sort of like dimensions on the radio dial that was just as weird and wacky as the one I just came from. So can you go back like at any point in time and go like link up with your uh, elephant tiger buddy with the eyeballs? (laughs) Like, could you go back in theory and be like, what up? Like I'm back. Let's go. What's up? Yeah. I think, you know, if you get really good about your intentionality and you sort of like set, 
that intention from the get-go, that will help you. Uh, I will say from my experience, it's yeah, a dude. bit of a crapshoot. You just sort of get launched like, okay, here you are here, here you are here. It's sort of, oh. I can't actually determine what the determining factor is. It ends up being kind of a grab bag. But in a way, that was kind of the fun. It was like, all right, here we go. Let's see what's going to happen this time. You know, Is this dimension that you're talking about that you go to, right? Because, you know, we've heard a lot of people talk about this in the past. Like, does it, it's here right now. It's just that we can't, with our normal eyeballs, get, we need this. Can't perceive it. Elevator to that dimension, right? You'd smoke this shit. You go. Yeah. Yeah, It's like you, it's like the, um. It's like the the plants are there on the regular. That's what I've picked up on from my experiences. That is where the plants are chilling at on a regular basis. They are in these other dimensions. So plants. when you plants. when when you join with that in your body and that starts firing off uh, through the synapses in the brain, it seems to trigger a kind of like specific process. That's just like you know. With the pineal gland, it's like the little rocket ship, like between your eyes, gets like turned on, and uh, so you are in the vibe that those plants are usually at. So that acts as sort of like a bridge to get over there, and then you are your soul. You know, um, it feels it feels like you're a sphere, like you can see all around you, like uh, I guess like how a frog would see, right? You just suddenly the vision just like spreads out, like that. You know, even when you close your eyes, it's still sort of like feels like this blackness in front of you. But as that starts to fill in, it starts to spread out and it's all around you. And you're like, okay, I can like float around now and just sort of. And that, I mean, that actually works very intuitively too. I was right out of the gate able to just go like, okay, I want to go over here. I want to go over here. Sort of wherever you're applying your focus is like, all right, that's the direction you're going into. And it's like. Am I moving or is the space moving around me, right? I, who's to say? Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it actually feels very natural. Uh, it feels like very, uh, okay, this is chill. It's surprisingly chill, you know, despite the insanity that's going on around you. Is there a way to do it without the substances? Is there a way to tap into that, that ability, like how some monks go underground for long periods of times and they do breath work and yoga and all this stuff. Are you able to tap into that without using the substances? Cause I've heard somebody tell me before that all these things that we use, all these psychedelics, all these divination techniques that we use, those are crutches and we're able to actually do that ourselves by ourselves with our own bodies, but with all the technology and everything that's the way that history has played out, they've stepped away from this humanism movement and more towards the transhumanism movement where it's like, technomancy where you use technology to to augment your magical abilities in a way are you have you ever experimented without the substances are you able to tap into that frequency without the shit i can tap into the sort of uh, mental space through uh, meditation uh it's not full-on visual like it is with uh the aid of the plant tool uh, but you definitely start to feel like the certain thoughts and influences that come through while meditating. And then when you've had these kind of experiences, you sort of know what to lean into. 
Um, so it's not full on visual, like, you know, astral insanity, uh, but you essentially can navigate uh, sort of in the same frequency range, um, just without all of uh, the bells and whistles, uh, you know, going crazy around you. Um, but that being said, like you're saying, monks who do very devoted practice, if they're doing like a lot of like breath work to really get like the body going and get the energy going, like crawling up the spine, uh, that is That's the sort Kundalini. of like nature. Exactly. That That is getting the rocket ship between the eyes to take off uh, the natural homegrown way. And I'm more into that. I've actually kind of stepped back over the years um because it started getting crazy uh the the house we were at where we were doing this on a regular basis became haunted which i had never experienced i didn't believe in that stuff um but we would have electronics start going off by themselves uh we would have like things get knocked over like not just knocked over but like flung across the room because of you doing uh, the dmt we... experiences it got haunted it seemed that way. It seemed like we had kind of upset some sort of force and it was like not happy with it. Cause I was also like sharing it with people uh, who would just come over and be like, Hey, you want to just go, let's go. Right. Um, so we were sort of upsetting something. So uh, yeah. And uh, really, really bad dreams for a while there. Now the dreams ha are not, so bad they're still like insane but they're not like uh malicious like my first like draft of my book i had written out all the notes for i'd have dreams where like i'd find it all tore up everywhere you know um and i mean i'll tell you the craziest thing that happened and it sounds unbelievable but um myself and uh, my wife and my cat we were flung up into the air. Our mattress was flung up in the middle of the night and we were like shot up into the air. I like saw my cat fallen from the air and we were like, what the fuck was that? Like we couldn't sleep the rest of the night. We had to go like hang out in the living room and like sort of, you know, assess the situation. Like, okay, maybe we should, you know, tone it down with the psychedelics a little bit, you know. <laughs> what the had to have like a serious like haunting like conversation um yeah so um i mean it just yeah it's... what wait your mattress flipped over yeah. a, ghost? a ghost from dmt world I flipped over the mattress didn't flip it over but threw us up in the air and was like this force of like boom like okay okay i felt a little bit of a message in that that was like yo stop you know kind of a vibe so uh we took that seriously um we burned sage around the house that did seem to help and then we moved and it's been fine since then and like i said i've sort of toned it down in that department um so we haven't had any of those kind of issues uh since then that's really interesting where you know it seems that when people are talking to these extra dimensional or interdimensional entities some effects seem to linger in the real world and you have this poltergeist activity you could say you're opening up a wormhole or 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 something a portal 
and maybe things are creeping through or following you back in. That's why I don't go to Skinwalker Ranch or any of these places because our good friend yes. Ryan Burns talks about how these entities will attach themselves to you and follow you around and start, you know, you have that trickster entity. So it might be this trickster thing that was flipping you guys up and just fucking with you because you were in his territory and when you slipped out he just happened to you know go out with you too and he's like i'm just gonna fuck with this guy around his house and start doing shit so that's really scary have you had any aside from that because that's obviously pretty scary have you had any scary experiences within the astral realm or the other dimensions that you can think of where you felt you were gonna die and you felt something evil yeah, unfortunately, I will say the vast majority of the experiences were very positive, very family oriented, um, very much felt like, you know, the warmth of the sun, just how it's like, ah, like that kind of feeling. Most of them were like that. That being said, I did have a very bad exchange. Um, uh, so I was kind of, you know, I knew I was like, I was there, right? I was like, okay, things things are happening right now. This is my chance to uh, talk to an alien, right? So I'm like, all right, I want to talk to an alien right now. And uh, I should have specified that I wanted to talk to a nice alien. That would have Always been a specified, much- dude. <laughs> Always. Yeah, well, unfortunately, I had to learn this one the hard way this time. Um, so an alien rolls up. Um, he appears to me as a tall, uh, teal gray entity, like the typical gray entity. Uh, later on in this experience, it turned out this was more of a amphibious reptilian swamp creature shapeshifter type being that was just appearing like an alien to me at first. Um, anyway, that being said, the alien shows up and it's immediately this like dark, feeling like you know you get good tingles running up your spine but then you get the bad tingles that run up your spine these were definitely the bad tingles um very like not just like garbage energy but like murky like want to destroy everything kind of energy just started just rolled up um and the first thing this entity communicates to me is why do you want to be good you know it's like earth isn't for being good and i was like uh okay um you are you saying uh earth is hell is that what you're saying and it was like no 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 earth isn't hell earth is far from hell actually my day-to-day existence is hell uh and i was like well what's what's your day-to-day existence and they're like well that my job is to keep things the way they are to keep th- keep things on earth like bad for uh you know for like this larger structure that like uses the bad vibes on earth and i was like well what do you mean and it's like well we're trying to make humanity scream loud enough to lure out the parent energies uh to take advantage of them so they were like saying like they're mistreating humanity to like lure out some higher consciousnesses to like come through to try to help us what the and then they're gonna try to like take their energy is what they're really wanting so we're like bait to them um 
So I was like, don't you I'll just wish that like, two of these people would have the same story for once? Everybody comes back with the complete different, like, <laughs> we're just like, okay, I guess they want us to suck their dicks through a fucking wormhole or whatever. <laughs> it's never the same story twice, twice, right? Like the last person we talked to is what we're, uh, we're like interdimensional bugs. Remember we were talking about that? We're like a the growth state. We're larvae. And then other and then you got the uh then you got the David Ikes that's like, no, dude, we want fear to pervade. And they're lizards from Saturn and they're using the moon matrix. And Saturn's actually a project like oh, okay. Yeah, but this and makes then- it makes sense though. So pretty much we are infants calling forward something bigger than us, and then they want to mine off of that energy, what they call it, the parent? You said the parent consciousness? Yeah, the parent. Yeah, they called it the parents. The human. Damn, parent. they're the trying parent. to lure out the good people by being dickheads. Yeah, man, and I feel you on the confusion of it all. Like, that's part of the reason I wanted to take a grassroots approach and get my own firsthand look out at this because it's so all over the place, right? Yeah. Um, so it's like, and when, I'll tell you what, when I go over there, it is all over the place over there. There is like, it's like a jungle of like layers upon layers of all this kind of stuff going on. Dude, it um, makes you think that it's individually crafted for your in specific incarnation. Like it just, everybody's got their own fucking story. Everybody's got their own opinion. Everybody can't convince anybody else. This is that, you know, it's like, holy shit, maybe it's all real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean, like, like Tripoli. Tripoli's like it is a round Earth. It's a flat Earth. It's a this, that, or the other. He's like, it is what it is to you, you know. And it kind of like makes you, you think, know, like, holy shit. You know, the only thing we can know is that reality is subjective, right? That's like that we can know, but other than that, like, you know, we can't oh. fully know anything because it is subjective. Um, so, a hundred percent on that, it's like to each their own you know it's like what angle of the fractal are you looking at it from is going to be a little bit different you know depending you know and then we try to like put it into like human language which then like applies all of its like baggage to everything right and then you've got some people in in this realm who are like trying to make money (laughs) off of it and then that adds a whole other like layer of bullshit on top of the you know already like convoluted pie that's on top of people that are actively performing disinformation campaigns as well you know and then you got like dude it's levels and it's not one two three like individual levels let's i wonder if it's like this dmt world or this other side or you know it's like so many people say about there's like this way to punch through like a portal like skinwalker ranch guy for example or whatever it's like there's always this talk of like there's this other thing going on and when people get over to this other side or with this other thing we got stranger things vision which is pretty skinwalker ranchy right and then there's other people that are like more the drug side that seem to think it looks like my background where it's fractals Mm -hmm. and so it's math and so maybe that's like well we do know that's the persuading persuading pervasive language in the in the universe i mean that's the thing that ties the all things together it's the code so it's interesting because like you smoke this shit or whatever and then you see the code kind of yeah it's weird and then you're telling me that there's other shit over there that you can interact with like yo bruce the fucking dragon is my man's like we 
we chill on Thursdays, you know what I mean, or whatever. Like you, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know it's it's wild. Uh, then you know when it's like happening, it's like oh shit, this is happening right now. Like this feeling of like this is like not normal, but uh, yeah, this is what's going on right now. Um, what's yeah, their no, insight from the other side, bro? Like what are they saying? They're like you guys are fucking up. You guys are supposed to be vegans. Uh, you know what I mean? What, what are the, what's the message that's coming yeah. through? From the other side? So, um, on that kind of a experience, I, um, met with this blue being of light. Uh, it was just blinding blue light. Uh, the texture looked like seashell patterns, uh, interlocking seashell spirals. Cool. And, uh, I could tell this being, could appear in any form it wanted to, and it took a humanoid shape to make me feel more comfortable. Um, did not have any facial features or anything. It was just this repeating pattern. Uh, he was floating in the middle of a sort of elongated, rounded, rectangular space of the same pattern. Uh, there were these, like, mug-sized cylinders shooting up and down out of the floor and into the ceiling along the sides. I have no idea what that was all about. Um, I go up, float up to him. He's like, oh, hey, uh, funny to run into you here. And I'm like, hey, I feel the same way, you know? And, um, he's like, hey, um, I guess while you're here, um, you know, is there, let me, let me, you want me to like see what's going on with you and, you know, like talk to you about it. And I was like, okay, sure. You know, like, uh, they were very like wanting to like be co-respectful and like check with me if we wanted to have this exchange at first. And that, that was for me like, Oh, okay. You know, you're checking with me. Some of these other beings, they do not check with you. Um, and, uh, in this one, I had a humanoid body shape this time. Sometimes I've been a sphere. I've had no body at all. or I've had a humanoid body shape. Um, my body was one line, like, wrapped around itself, this unending line. And uh, what we did is we would zoom into the line where it was broken or it was fractured. And uh, one of them was uh, we zoomed into it, and then suddenly, like, a Victorian dress, like, just goes whoop out from underneath of me. And I'm this, like, woman in a southern plantation in a cigar smoke-filled parlor room it's super hot and sweaty i feel my girder i feel like i hate my husband and you i end up whore. running upstairs <laughs> I, end up running up, I end up running upstairs and hanging myself because oh, uh, i hate that life what so much the fuck? and that that's not that left funny a little, that left a little dent in my uh i guess my genetic line as we were like scanning through so we went through some other ones and then there was one over here um where suddenly I'm in this, like, alien military uniform where I've got, like, pointy-ass shoulders, and I'm on a spaceship with all these, like, genetic minions I've created, and I'm, like, screaming at them to, like, blow up a planet, and they won't listen to me. They're like, no, we won't do it. We don't want to kill them all. And I'm like, you better fucking do it. Uh, I was a real asshole, I guess. Um, and they blew it up. So I guess that scream I made, like, made a big, like, mark and missing kind of chunk in there. Um, so we went through a couple of those, and then he, like, we zoomed back into the blue room, 
and uh, he's like, so, okay, so okay. So, Matt, this entity was showing you different timelines, almost like the Crash Bandicoot where there's different portals to different places, but you were a different person or... Uh, this is like that movie with, with the guy and they go back in time for at Christmas time because he's being such a bastard and they take him back yeah. in time. You know what I'm saying? They yeah, show yeah, him yeah, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, remember that time you stinged out on that piece of bread, you fucking asshole? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That, that story is pretty on point, actually. That's funny you bring that up. It's what was like, that one called? Pretty much that's like what's Rich. going on. Um, but a Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. Yeah, yeah Christmas Carol. Yeah, Christmas Carol. So good. Um, yeah, so yeah, it was like a spirit who was showing me like these these past things that had an influence uh, on, you know, who I am today. And uh, the main takeaway from this was like, he was like, all right. So the thing that's like, and I'm paraphrasing, you know, I'm <laughs> putting it in the human language. Um, when you're out there and you're communicating, it is clear as a bell. You know exactly what they mean. They know exactly what you mean. There's no secrets like the thought. It's just this real-time communication. But to paraphrase it, he was like, um, so you've, you've been constantly caught up on this uh, label of evil. Um, and that's been like kind of directing you this way or directing you that way. Or you like end up like staying in this harmful situation because you're trying to avoid evil or it's like it keeps screwing you up. Um, so be careful with labels. Be careful with like fixing a concept to a label because then it can't breathe. It can't like exchange in energy. It's not what it is. It's the label you apply to it. So instead of seeing this like evil thing as this like <laughs> boiling over of resentment, um, you know, you're not seeing it for what it is, which is a lack of love, a lack of care and attention, uh, which is then like kicking back at you and like you're supposed to do something about it. When you label it as evil, you're keeping it stuck as that thing. Uh, and you're not like digesting it or like letting it be like the multiplicity of the things that it is. Um, so that was super helpful, actually. That was like a bigger eye opener for me than like what I went through with religion when I became a hardcore Christian, went through that phase for a while. Um, I was like, okay, actually, that's like really helpful uh, to not like see things as like an isolated language concept, um, but seeing these things as these living, breathing things that like change through time. Um, that was like super helpful for me to have a different relationship with evil. That was a good one. Another one was I got shown how a universe is seeded. I always wondered, like, how does a universe start? You know, what started the thing that started the thing, right? Um, so it gave me two layers of this. At first, it showed me a vision, how a universe is seeded. Then I got a vision of how well, the Bro, you can't, you, can't, you can't just say that and then not tell how a universe is seeded. You better spit that out right quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what? So there's, come on, there's two layers to this one. Um, <laughs> Give us so the short like, I'll give you the short version. All right. So um, it was all gray. And the presence was like, we're going to show you gray because black or white is something. Black is like a void. White is like 
a color. So great for your kind of understanding and the way your brain works and the way you perceive colors and things. This is absolutely nothing is existing. It's not even empty space. It's absolutely nothing, nothing, nothing. Um, in the nothing was like a warbly kind of sound. And then these waves like came out that like wrapped in around on themselves. And from those waves, a white seed like expanded, 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 expanded. And what came through to me was the way that you seed a new universe is by using a time loop paradox where you seed the energy into a non-occupied section of space-time before anything existed in the first place, and that creates the endless feedback effect that can then expand into like the amount of energy that you wanted to set into it based on the initial time loop paradox that you set off in the first place. Bro, um, do you think they smoke this shit at NASA? <laughs> Not you know what I mean? They just do a secret figure it out. Probably secret programs. Definitely a secret program. Yeah. Doing this kind For of shit. Sure, For because, sure. Because no offense, if you got this technology. Oh, you, yeah. You know, you know, you'd think that and they then, would want it. Oh, man. And then you think of the occult priesthoods who've been running things behind the scenes this whole time with their Soma and Egypt. Egypt and with their various other substances and all the other cultures throughout time. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They were definitely hooking up with these realms. And, um, Matt, yeah, they've been hogging that intel for a long time. Were you ever right. able to manipulate reality in that realm, come out, and whatever you did was undone or done in this real, right, mm -hmm. subjective world were you ever able to i don't know move something around or morph something into something else you come back and you find it somewhere or does it not work that way because if the elites are tapping into this sort of technology because it is a technology it's some sort of elemental technology it's something that they're 100 percent using like the again shows because art is the sub it comes from the subconscious so it, it it's coming from somewhere art is coming from somewhere so when they put these reptilian-esque, uh, these reptiles and all these people, you know, the lizard people, maybe perhaps that's coming from a true place subconsciously and it's bleeding through into the art. And it's like, oh, well, it's just a movie. Is it, though? Is it really just a movie? Or are they sending some sort of subliminal message in there at the same time? So back to the question, were you ever able to manipulate something in this realm and it bleed into the real world? I, I would have to say no, no. I'd have to say not specifically. You know, aside from, like, the book I wrote, which would have not existed uh, except for these experiences, um, I, I would do visuals for, like, psychedelic rock shows, so it definitely influenced that. But, like, that kind of thing you're talking about, you know, honestly, that wasn't on my mind to even try, to be honest with you. I was more into, like, I have these specific questions, like, I want to answer and like find these truths and things like that. Um, but actually making like a change like that. No, um, not here on this level. And that's actually something uh, I took away from. It's like, you know what? It's like 
you can go out there. You can you can get universal wisdom if your heart's in the right place. You're a genuine truth seeker. You make some things happen and you go for it. You can do it, but you still got to get back here and pay your rent. You know, it's like, man, I was out there <laughs> dealing with and I'm like, my car's breaking down and I can't afford to fix it. You know what I mean? It's like a bummer. Um, but it's like, yeah, there, there's a pretty, uh, I wouldn't say that they're separated necessarily. It's just, there's like a, a stream of many levels where things from that level sort of work their way through and then rise up to the surface here. Um, so, but I mean, that being said, I don't know if I really was like honing in on it and trying to make it happen, then, Hey, who knows? Right. Um, I will say one time when I was over there, I was able to like craft light with my mind, like stretch out the shapes and multiply. it was like, I was using like some CG software. Um, and like I said, the graphics are like, what? Like, man, I never seen purple like that. Um, and, uh, it's like I got so excited, like, oh, my, what? I'm, like, crafting with, like, pure thought alone. I got so excited that the thing disappeared because I was, like, no longer, like, in the flow of it. I was, like, thinking about it and being excited about it, and that just, like, snapped it off like a light switch, um, which was, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, nothing yet, but that is what I'm thinking for, like, the next phase of uh, Astral Ninja status is like, you know what, if I go in there with some intentionality like that, maybe we can get some, like, more changes here on the ground floor, you know? That's my hope. Yeah, because you're obviously, you mentioned earlier, fighting off corporations, and maybe perhaps, I don't know if there's anybody out there who's trying to commercialize this space, right? They're trying to make some money off of it. Like, how can I invest into... Because... We're doing with the metaverse and all this other bullshit. They're buying NFTs and buildings and all these other. It's essentially another realm. So why not? Why aren't you able to do it in in the DMT realm or whatever realm that is, where you invest in this realm? You know, you hit up some alien realtors or something. Damn, that's <laughs> ill. That's so ill. It's like buying property on the moon. Like fuck you, bitch. Exactly. I, I own that. Shit. You want to pull the cul-de-sac back there? You come talk to me. <laughs> Exactly, bro. Like in the movie The Avatar, they go to another world to mine the, the, the tree of life that they have over there, and they're trying to get that powerful mineral that connects everything all together. And spice. Yeah, bro. I'm saying so it's not out of the question where we're taking these intangible things and trying to commercialize it you know what i mean like an nft it's you can't hold it in your fucking hand you can't touch it you can't taste it you can't do nothing it's intrinsic value here it is you own it whoop-de-doo buy low so high that's it you know what i mean so but we got to understand that these projects that the yeah. government has mk ultra and everything under that and 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 all these weird things the government is behind it so they're interested in whatever that technology has to offer now to use it for good or to use it for evil that's a whole other thing but 100 percent, they've done look at the lsd stuff man i mean they were dosing people with crazy amounts of lsd intravenous and they were just blasting off into other dimensions they're probably asking them like yo did you talk to Donald Duck in that other dimension and if so what did he say to you it's like well I saw Donald Duck with like 
13 heads, bro, and two bodies, dog. And he told me that if I do this and this, or the Soviets are coming, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> like That's some what I'm crazy saying. Shit. So, like, all right, so you got, you got, you're talking about MK Ultra. You're talking about re- remote viewing, blah, 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 blah. But what the message is from the other side? Yeah, the, uh, the messages, uh, I'll tell you this one. So, like, I met a, um, I met a spirit, giant humanoid, uh, was in a red robe, very t- much Tibetan kind of vibes coming through in this experiment, uh, experience. And, um, I was like, hey, it's like so great over here. It's so nice. It doesn't seem like anything bad is even like on the menu over here. It's so great. Why don't you guys like, you know, visit us over here. You could probably fix the earth in like 10 minutes. You know what I mean? Um, And uh, what they said back to me was, you know, we need our energy for our evolution and what we're working towards. We're trying to get back to source just like you are. And actually really grateful for you because you doing what you're doing at your level makes it so that I don't have to do it and that I can just focus on my level. And then there's levels above me that are focusing on their level. Uh, so they, they basically gave me the advice of like, keep trying to like work on the issues of uh, your reality. You know, the things that are like corrupt, the things that are like causing all the pain and suffering Um work on those as your focus points to heal those things because then you're going to let more of the higher vibrations in and then those lower vibrations get pushed out because they become obsolete. We can't come in and do it for you because anytime that that happens where another like race or dimension like actively comes in and helps out another species and another planet, then that species adapts to getting the handout and then they don't form the uh sort of ability within themselves to deal with our own problems then we just get adapted to oh well you know we'll just wait for somebody to eventually feel sorry for us enough to come in and fix our problems for us um so it was like it left me like sort of like bummed out that that was like the response to like, you know, the issues of humanity. Um, but it was like, well, you know, you'll get stronger and you'll make it through and you'll get, you know, they said, so you know, you have like love. Parents. It's like that's like the whole just like what parents teach you. Like you fall off the horse, you get on, be a good person. Like, don't give yeah. up. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, duh. It's yeah, real dust. They said you have love and that's like the best thing you could hope for. That's like the sort of like prize of like existence is the ability to express and share love. Uh, Because then when you're you're in the bad shit, like uh, you still have love you can reach for. Um, And it's like other than that, yeah, you got to figure it out or you will go extinct. But, um, you know, extinction, you know, it's it happens. Uh, you'll just pick up where you left off elsewhere. Um, same for the sentience of the planet. It goes for on a planetary level as well. Like the soul of the earth would then continue, uh, in a new embodiment to pick up where she left off from. But, um, truth be told in my gut, I feel like we're going to make it this time. Um, I think that's why we got all this kicking and screaming going on from the ruling class right now. 
uh, is because they can feel like they're losing a grip. I feel like their quantum think tank supercomputers are like spitting out the simulations and it's not looking good in their favor. So they're like, oh, we got to like rush because we're like losing these fools. Like, uh, so quick, uh, plan B, plan C, plan D and push, push, push. Um, but the irony of that is because they're such junkies. They're so all over the place. Um, they're like such poor managers at the end of the day. Uh, that they're like the bumbling bad guys who, like, when they try to, like, do their plans, it just falls apart on them because it didn't have a good basis from the get-go. Uh, so <laughs> like they those are two evil geniuses that can never get it right. They always fuck it up in some way or another. You ever seen those? Like, the cartoons? Oh, yeah. like... <laughs> they never get along, you know. They're always upset with everybody. And it's like, they can't even get shit done, you know. Um, and uh, so, man, they're trying and they're, you know, they... You think about the kind of money that's getting poured into these plans. It's like they're not even getting the return on the money they're spending on this shit. It's like Team Rocket. They always fuck it up some way or another. They, you know, they're here to make trouble and all this shit, and they always fuck it up. Do you so have? You said that you you mentioned a reptilian esque amphibian something or other entity. Is there such thing as? energy harvesting or energy vampires in these realms that you've seen have you ever encountered another person in this realm by any chance have you seen have you been in there and you know how i don't know if you've ever been to like an amusement park where you're on a ride and you look up and you see the other people on their fucking coaster on the other on top over there and then you look over oh shit look yo that's chris up there he's talking to so-and-so oh shit yo that's mark up there he's he's talking uh to Zozo, whatever the fuck that guy's name is, have you ever seen anybody out there at all? And I don't know how do, how does that work? You know, I have seen um, like faceless humanoid souls. Like I saw what was a line of these like featureless humanoid bodies who were in line to incarnate as John Lennon. <laughs> like it was a ride, and they had to like space it out. Because you can't have too many, like, John uh, Lennons, like, running too close to one another. Like, there needs to be a little bit of, like, space for, like, the next person to, like, jump on. Um, So that was something I experienced. Um, My significant other, who who we were both going on these journeys together, um, she came across, like, a room filled with thousands of golden women. Uh, who were all excited to see her like oh it's you you're back and one of them was like oh it's too soon like she died right it was too soon for you um and they like took her into this chamber and she could feel their hands caressing her and then like one told the other one like oh she's gonna go back she's only here for like a little while and they gave her these raised eyebrows like what are you doing like you're messing with something like that's like what um she also came across like a chamber of uh, there's like humanoid beings like out there but as far as like seeing like a homie where i'm like oh what's up john dude hey hey oh you were smoking dmt too oh what do you know small universe right <laughs> uh no, no nothing like that um but uh yeah man it's like uh, uh yeah the, the the line for John Lennon was long, dude. 
Yeah, it's almost like a reincarnation. You know, they have to space it out. How does time work in this realm? Is it? Hey, wait, Juan, that shit is like that movie, bro, where they move the thing and then they end up in Malkovich's head, bro. What are you talking about? I haven't seen that movie, bro. You miss all the good ones. You bro. know what I did start watching though? Flash Gordon, fucking amazing, bro. Amazing, fucking yeah, I got amazing, watch. dog. Fucking crazy. So, how does time work in this realm? Is it where one second is a few minutes? How does how does that how does that work? Because I mean, you know, they say one. We don't know what one day is to God, and you know, it could be a thousand years or whatever the fuck they told me in church. Uh, how, have have you noticed how time works in this realm? Yes, it's very fluid. Uh, you kind of slip out of linear time. Um, I met these three like beings. I call them like the three wise men. Um, and one of the first questions they asked me was, uh, "Where and when are you from?" Like they wanted to know like what time. <laughs> I was from, you know, like not just the location, but like where, you know, what time um, I couldn't really answer the question. I was like, uh, I'm from Earth, you know, I'm from like, you know, 2020. Right. I was like, try and, and they're like, all right. You know, then they they scanned me too. like scanning seems to be this like normal thing. Um, it happened to me like four or five times. And then they get the full picture they're like oh what, do you mean? Okay. what are they scanning bro do you have a qr code on your fucking forehead or something or how does that work i guess it's like your soul they could scan your soul uh and then that's got all the info of you know who you are where you came from what your like recent lifetimes has been um did you have that ability while you were there like did you have a little gun where you took it out like walmart and you just fucking scan the motherfuckers <laughs> like hold up Boop. and you just know where he was from I- I could like pick up on stuff, but I wasn't like as uh, good at it as they were. I could pick up on some things. Like I knew that uh, that giant lion dog I met. Like I could start to feel into like, wait a minute, I know you, you know. But um, I think that would just come with like more practice uh, being out there. That but could, um, cause that's the thing with with this with the psychedelic realm where. You can do it a bunch of times, but it always seems you're left with more questions and answers when you come back. Because how Chris was saying, it's always di- a little bit different for everybody. And it's never... I've had friends of mine tell me similar things where I had a friend of mine. There, I think they were on peyote. And then they had a snort. And I've said this a bunch of times on the podcast. But they had a snort some substance through the, through the hollowed out finger uh, of a mummified monk and they had this finger and they had this plate and everybody had to do this ceremony and they had a snorted up the, the freaking the hollowed out finger and when he went and blasted off into whatever realm he was in he came into a room where he saw somebody he knew he uh one of his old shamans that that helped him you know with ayahuasca in in the rainforest he saw him because the dude had passed away and when he was in this room they all turned and looked at him and they're like, nah, dude, it's too soon for you. And then they just blasted him back out. But he saw the one Ayahuasquero when he was there. He's like, yo, I know that guy. And and I would have conversations with that one guy and he'd tell me that he knew where he was going after the fact into this other world, right? He's like, oh, it's fine where I'm going. You know, I'm dying, whatever. 
it's fine. I know where I'm going to go. And he saw Homeboy, and Homeboy acknowledged him in this realm. But then they were like, you know what, dude? You're not even supposed to be here, so peace. Because it's almost like these things are like a cheat code, right, into them. They always say if you're on DMT, you look up and you see the firmament, right? You see the the dome. You can see through the how you said the interlaced reality. And they've even talked about this in the real world, the quantum the quantum physics world, where there is a reality that overlaps our own, and that's quantum computing. They reach into these parallel dimensions, and this is quoted information. I'm not making this shit up where they reach into other dimensions in order to extract information that's usable here on this realm. That's their fucking words. I'm not even making that up. You know, this is obviously paraphrasing, but point being that they acknowledge that there are other existences and there are other things beyond the scope of what we can perceive because it's like a prism, right? You mentioned Pink Floyd earlier. What's their fucking, the logo, I'm pretty sure it's the, the prism with the light spectrum, you know, with the rainbow and all this shit. Well, that's the same way yeah. that, that, that reality works. It's from which perspective, what light spectrum are you locked into that, and, and what are you perceiving on that light spectrum? And it can be a whole different thing for, for me and for Chris, who's on another spectrum, and for you. And then when you ingest these substances, it fucking kicks it up to a thousand and you just see and dissolve into reality in a way. That's why I find psychedelics so fucking fascinating. Dude, that shit, like, you ever think about it, like, it's like alchemy, too? Because, like, dude, some dishes need salt. Some dishes do not need salt. Mm-hmm. So, like, some things are for yeah, you. I see. Some things are not for you. And so I'm just saying, like, you were talking about weed not doing anything good for you? Well, that's fine. That means there's more weed out there for me, motherfucker. And the same thing with, like, all other shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a fuck what you want to do. Don't hurt nobody in the process. We cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to do meth, feel free. You're going to lose all your teeth <laughs> crazy, but that's your life, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like shit and certain things. But the, the, the where I'm going with that, just an asshole, is the weed thing is in particular. Like some people can't handle it. Like, so it's fine. Don't do it. Same thing if you like, you know what I mean? With alcohol or whatever, tobacco, firearms. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, man. Oh, yeah. No, I would say um, a big takeaway from all of a big takeaway from all this was like at the end of the day, it's like how balanced is your energy exchange with those around you? Uh, like, are you being a dick, you know, in the other realms Then you're going to get, you know, treated with that energy. That's who you're going to like wind up with. Um, just like in this world, you know, if you start like being like a jerk, you're going to be hanging out with jerks. You're going to be like taking advantage of people. Um, it's, it's the same sort of, uh, setup here as, as it is out there. Um, like I guess one, for instance, and you can't judge the book by its cover either. Like, um, one time I popped over there, you can, you can, um, and, but also it's like, yeah, it depends, you know, right. It's always like a case by case. Um, like I popped over there and I was in this like blue dungeon, kind of a space like astral cave and I'm rushed by a skeleton guard with a spear and a helmet and he's pissed. <laughs> he's like trespasser. He's coming at me like full on. And my immediate response was like, whoa, dude, you are like so heavy metal iron maiden vibes right now. Like this is lit, bro. And he just like cracked up and he laughed so hard. 
And as he laughed, like the shrill, like angry, like sharp angles on this like skeleton, like got all rounded out and rainbow. And then suddenly he's like Day of the Dead, like dancing, like laughing skeleton. So, dun, dun, the whole dun, like dun, chamber dun, lit up. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, like a party started. Like these little like fuzzy, like gremlin looking things were holding hands and twirling. Um, there was a whole line of like, you know, those like noodle things that you see at the car lots that are like blowing in the wind. Uh, there was like rows of them. They're like only like about a foot and a half tall, though. But they're all like swinging and they're all going like, he's not judging us. He's not judging us, you know, and I'm like, oh, cool. All right, whatever, you know. Um, so it's like, it's really like your energy, your responses to the situation, like determines like everything, you know, just, just like it is here, like for sure. So, you know, based on my experience, we talked about the, right. We, we touched on the archons. So the archons in that realm are the ones, are they the ones that are waiting for this parent energy to come through that are baiting with the human race or the archons above that? Cause you're talking about, there's a hierarchy in these places, right? You have the bottom feeders, you have, uh, what is it? Middle management, yeah. upper management. Then you have the CEOs and then you have the, probably the, the secret organizations within that. Are the Archons the ones that wait for that parent energy, or how do the Archons wait, play wait, into this? Wait, one, there's going to be fucking the CIA in the next dimension? 100%, bro. I believe that, bro. I, I oh, believe that. Bad. Didn't know. Check it out, because I've heard stories before where people have astral projected, and they've seen what well, we they see Bigfoot, they see all these other things, but they've seen political figures and they have guards Bad. in the astral realm that's a real fucking thing bro look it up dude there are, you'll have donald trump and then you'll have his little astral guardians if they're homunculus or wait, what wait, wait, i don't wait, fucking wait. know he's got a he's got a he's got a he's got a uh a dot com right he's got actual trump tower yeah he's got state for sale got legit security detail and then in the next dimension, right. all that same shit. Whatever you want, bro. The the, the possibilities are even more endless in that realm. Oh boy, because reality is yeah, more malleable, bro. Is he like? Are rich people rich? Like 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 does does everybody know about this? <laughs> I don't know, but they should. You know what? I, what I would say it's like if you're rich over here, it's because you're a good tool to the to the system so you're getting paid off over here to do like dirty deeds to make like energy more accessible to Bro. the entities who are like linked up to the control system over on this end you remember how like back in the day you could get on and be like w i go on GoDaddy or whatever and you like buy up all the like amazon.com <laughs> you know what i mean uh, yeah, bro. I own Coca-Cola.com. I sold it to them for a fucking billion dollars. Like, what's up? You know what I mean? How'd you make your million? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, stoop. Can you do that in the uh, in the next one? Oh, can like Juan was saying, can we buy property in the metaverse, but not in the metaverse? Can we buy IP in the uh? Is there a name for this next dimension? They call it hyperspace. Uh, astral realms, uh, the ethers, yeah, uh, you know, 
I would say that you can, the best we could do is like set ourselves up for like a good trajectory into the astral realms. Like it doesn't feel like there's like ownership really going on over there. Like there is over here. Um, it's like the more refined your consciousness can get uh, from here. Then you start off from like a better base point uh, to then like, as you go over there, then you set yourself up well, you know, not with like, you know, material wealth, but like with like the wealth of wisdom and empathy and understanding, um, finding love, even for the darkness, um, removing footholds is a big one. Like the footholds where you get taken advantage of, or, you know, this is your weak point and like something could come in and like, essentially easily tempt you and get you lured off base into like one of their like realms. Um, that seems to be sort of like the riches that you can take with you, I would say. Mm. So, so, so is there a version of me right now living there? Oof. I think so. I think so. Like uh, the Tibetan dude I met seemed like me. Like we had the same sense of humor. We like looked alike. Um, it felt like, oh, this is like, you know, they call it your higher self. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I heard, I've heard this statement and I think there's some truth to it. This idea that if existence is, is a full on fractal, like top to bottom, it's a fractal, then that would mean if there's a creator of this universe and if this is their like artistic expression, then any like consciousness node out there is the creator of their own universe doing their own thing. And then they have just sort of beamed a little fraction of themselves into this one. And then the same for all the other ones, you know, um, if the fract was truly complete that, yeah, you got your universe out there, Chris, you got your universe out there, Juan, uh, you know, supposedly, you know, I don't know, but it's like uh, it makes sense in, in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it, it, it does. And it, we're almost like, again, we're almost like puppets. We're playthings of these other higher entities. And this whole having your own little astral guardian or something in another realm, I mean, that's that's the Taoist approach to things where you become so enlightened, you form that little light body, the little homunculus that goes on to live for you in order for you to, to escape the, the samsara the reincarnation the ouroboros right because they look at that as like a torment or you don't want to go back again and start over you die you wake up as a fucking newborn baby you're like fuck this round man you know i hate this fucking life so <laughs> it's fucked up right but again it, it, that's the way that they saw it so that would be pretty fucking awesome if there was hey wait wait all these rich people are trying to live forever. What are you talking about? Like the most thing that they would want to be is reincarnated as like a fucking another person to do it again. What are you talking well, about? Well, so no, no, no. But see, that's the thing, dude. They want to, they want to live forever with the same shit they got now. They don't want to fucking be reincarnated as some maid somewhere in, in, in Bangkok or something, some fucking uh, lady boy somewhere. You know what I mean? They want to be the same. They want to be Jeff Bezos. They want to be the richest motherfucker in this world again. Yeah, so but they, most rich people had to work for it anyways, bro. Most wealth is created and then you're rich and then the next generation that inherits it mm -hmm. like loses it. Third generation, it's fucking gone. 
So it's like, dude, all these people, they, they would know that. And they'd be like, hell yeah, I want to be some kid from Bangladesh and fucking box my way up out of that shit. That's what I did the first time. I think there's different different sto- strokes for different folks when it comes to that, bro. I yeah. think I think you're gonna have the ones that yeah they enjoy yeah. the fight, and then you have the ones that they're lazy as fuck. So like, nah, I just wanna just download my consciousness, <laughs> get altered yeah, carbon, sure. get me a new get me a new meat suit, just get me a new one. I wanna have all the bank same bank accounts, just transfer everything over, and and I'll take over and I'm gonna drive away in my Lambro Lambrogini, and I'm gonna do my things, whatever. You know what I mean? I think there's that aspect hey, of it as well, bro. I never I figured out how to. Do it, dude. Have you ever seen Highlander? <laughs> no, dude, I haven't. There can be only one. <laughs> it's just interesting because, again, everybody's got their own interpretation of what this thing is. Everybody seems to think that there's a next dimension. Okay, great. So now, in this next dimension that you can access through DMT, uh, ayahuasca, uh skinwalker ranch uh, uh in other ways apparently i don't know i don't know what they are maybe if you're a wicked monk like you're ill monk right mm-hmm. um but these seem to be the only way to do it and then in that place uh it sounds like they just were like those spirits that you came in contact with just like decent parents they were like <laughs> you know what i mean they just said pretty like yeah like as above so below they're not a fucking like party bro but do they have jobs? Yeah. I wonder. Do they got to go fucking work at Walmart, dude? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, are there, yeah, it's weird, man. You know, as above, so below, Juan. You know, there's got to be a Play-Doh up there right now, bro. Play-Doh's up it's there, dog. Like, it's like they all got their own, like, art projects they're going with. Like, some, like that darker entity I met, um, he had a job. He had a boss. Like, he had his own... That was like a corporate structure for sure, like hive mind kind of a vibe uh, type of a structure. Um, so those those forces are trying to kind of reel us into that because uh, then they've got like livestock. They've got access to fresh genetics. Uh, they've got access to glands. Then they got access to the soul energy. Because I think if you start like kind of cutting yourself off from nature and you're building all the super technology, you're sort of cornering yourself off, uh, you're increasing your entropy where you're dying. So then you need the technology, which is further destroying your genetics, you know, um, if they are on the physical level and the, the physical side or the semi-physical side of those beings. And then their higher ups who are all just purely like thought forms, um, they are trying to sort of sidestep evolution. Like they're like, no, we don't want to like humble ourselves and like embody as like a fish and then work our way up to a monkey and then work (laughs) our way up to a human to like get a chance to get out of this loop. Like, no, they don't want to do that. You know, they want to like, no, let's just assimilate everything. Let's harness it all. And let's create like these synthetic realms, you know, um, and I think that's unfortunately what's going on uh, with the mainstream religions here is that those are forces who are trying to create their own like synthetic heavens, you mm-hmm. know, that that they're reeling people into because then they've got like a whole stock of like worshiping souls that they can then use that energy to create uh, their heavens out there. Uh, so then they have like a pseudo soul. Uh, but then they don't have to, like, be in, like, you know, the regular evolutionary path. They can, like, you know, they think they're, like, hacking the system. And then that's what gives Wait. them the big head, like, their Wait, God what? and all that. You know? 
That's some trippy. That's ass like shit. A, that's a whole other trip. Um, you know, I feel for those. I feel for those beings. I feel like nature has a plan for them as well, like the Yaldabaoth and the Demiurges out there. Uh, it seems like nature's like, okay, we'll let you be in charge a little bit so that you can get all of that out of your system. You know what it's like. And then you're going to end up still being like what you are when you run out of juice eventually. Um, and then we're going to have to just work with you from there to get you back to a space where uh, you're compatible with, like, not just this finite universe. Uh, that's my opinion, that all the energy in this universe will eventually make its way back out to the multiverse. And then it seems like the whole thing recycles again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got some entity who's, like, the head of the advertisement department for the fucking astral realm. He's, like, sick and tired of his life, and he just wants to do more with his astral body but he can't because he's suppressed by the higher-ups and the ceos and the cfo and all these astral motherfuckers yeah dude it makes fucking perfect sense to me matt this has been fucking great dude we got to start winding it down do you have any any closing thoughts you have any closing thoughts chris i don't know if mark is still there mark started feeling a little bit under the weather i'm here so uh, he's been listening in but are there any closing thoughts that you guys want to add matt uh and chris and, and, and mark because this i think this is really uh, pretty, pretty interesting. I mean, this is, uh, this is a lot of heavy shit. Let's start with Mark. dude. Yeah. Sorry for, uh, dropping out. I've been listening, but I had like a fever all day yesterday. So I'm a little out of it and not in my normal form, but yeah, really interesting stuff, man. I think the, the trickiest part about going into the DMT realm must be remembering it all afterwards is taking notes, a, a big part of the, these experiences for you or has it just always been like a natural thing for you to have this much recall yeah for, fortunately i was like on arrowhead before i got into this and i got the advice to do a remembrance meditation every time before i would go in and what that entails is you tell yourself all right i'm gonna remember how everything looks as it is how i feel I'm going to remember the blend in and I'm going to recall everything that takes place. And when I come back, I'm going to write it all down as it's fresh on my mind. And that's uh, how I ended up uh, with the journals. Uh, the Unseen Dimensions book uh, is from uh, those original journals. Yeah. Right on. Chris. Man. Yeah, I got to pick up this book. I'm just so bummed to hear that if we go, there's gonna, in the next dimension, there's the fucking DMV, dude. Like, <laughs> that's a minority, man. That that is totally a minority. You can like blast past that like big time. The Empire vibration that is like low level, lower astral, you know. But dude, beyond how, that, like, how far do we need to go up to get away from that shit? You know, it's more of a feeling. It's like if you start getting met with like entities that are trying to tell you who you are and how to do business, you got to be like, no, you don't have any power over me. Reveal Dr. Your Fauci. Yeah, reveal <laughs> your true intentions. You got you to gotta call them out. You got to be like, what's your intentions with me? I'm not going to have any of this. I got nothing but love for you. I hope you find your own peace. And then whoop, you're just not in their spectrum and you just like you just keep rolling on the radio dial. From my experience, that's that's the way to do it, yeah. Matt, any closing thoughts, brother? I really enjoyed this. 
Thank you for coming on. Dude. Oh man, thank you so much for having me, man. It's uh it's been a blast. Yeah, man, I would say just like keep the faith out there. Um don't don't feed your like attention into all of these like circus games of the system like trying to bring us down. Like they need that attention, right? That's what like gives the dollar its value, right? Is that we believe it's got the value. Um so I say like Try to like get back with nature as much as you can. Like the earth has got our back. Like she's not perfect. She's going through her own shit too. Uh, but she's like aiming for like higher things. She's like taking on the predator and parasite vibes and like trying to make a place for them, trying to give them a path to get out of their cycles. So I say return to nature. Like spend your energy on yourself like in your circle like making your life good like artistically like grow a garden like you know team up with people and build the new systems that are going to make these like old systems like obsolete awesome man that, that that was beautiful and one more time for the listeners where can they find your work at a website uh, where they can find your book as well yeah, so uh, Sophia Zozo on YouTube. I will uh, send you the links. Uh, you can find Unseen Dimensions on Amazon, but I'm also going to send you uh, the free PDF. Uh, so th- those are the main two things. Awesome. And thank you again, Matt, for coming on. Thank you guys, Chris, Mark. Thank you guys. This is beautiful. We'll catch you guys on the other side.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.